practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Rolling too, can you hear my printer kicking on? All of a sudden it decided to connect. Oh, oh, oh I think of course it's it because you were... It's going to print my thesis from 2016 now. <laughs> I swear to God, it's gearing up. I don't know what it is. Printers, specific, specifically the old printer. And I, it has to be... So, I, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Hans. I'm Casey. We both hate printers. If we were going on an, the Odyssey, this would be the the beast at the end of the story. Everybody can hear it right now. Is Oh, I just heard it. It's amazing. You couldn't have timed it any better. Oh, you got to get that, but it's got to it's got to show you the color the color scheme and let you know that you're out of ink. The, How um, much cyan do you have on that printer? That's the other thing. It's <laughs> it's no wonder. Oh, it's, it's actually it's printing. Over. I wish I was going to say no one can see it as you're talking about it. There are sheets of paper falling off of that. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> At least it is something I was going to use. Um, the, the reason printers don't work or uh, not the reason they don't work an explanation why we should all be suspicious mm-hmm. as to why they don't work is the actual printing unit itself now costs less than it does to cost the cost of one refill of ink. So it's just an ink delivery system. Big ink. It's big ink. So they just give you this Squid. piece of shit because you're like, well, if I got to replace it, it's like $30. So, I mean, the ink costs more than that. So it's just, it's like, it's just a piece of fucking. It's big squid. Dust in the wind, man. Big squid in there. Big They're doing squid. it. Big squid. It's big Can you make squid. your own ink? Could could we do our own ink? Could I burn enough paper and like make, let's just like the blackest, grossest stagnant water and just put it into a print cartridge? So I've dealt with a lot of ink. What is ink? What is ink, really? I think you just... I'm gonna get on my... It comes from squids, right? Seinfeld. I mean, ink. What's ink? What do you think about ink? I mean, drop the TH and... I mean, you got the beginning of the... Like, who is this guy? Who's this Feldstein? Add an ST and you got stink! Speaking of Seinfeld, uh... Did I welcome jerk practices? That was before my printer failed. We did. I think we did. Can we squeeze the glands to this podcast and welcome everybody and get some ink out of it? Squeeze yeah. those glands. I think ink is oil, so there is an ink. You got to pay people to take your ink right now. We right, could, you yeah. could literally be oh. right. We should write all our memoirs <laughs> in gasoline right now. I'm sure that won't have any adverse exactly. effects. It's cheaper to yeah use. <laughs> petrol so we've just died we just put some black hair dye in this gasoline and now i filled my printer with it <laughs> and plugged it into the wall and now i'm gonna shoot my gun at it on the fourth of july um that 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 what were you saying uh the inks where does ink come from how to load the ink i don't i don't remember i don't remember it's what... uh Ru- it's been ruby's birthday it was how's it been did you get did you get a did you get our gifts I did. I, I did. I got, uh, oh man, we were supposed to, we were on the old Zooms all day and I told you guys we would connect with you. Is that why, are you shaming me? We did forget to, oh, no, to no. connect with you. No, I, I know. Uh, yeah, we did. And it's amazing. Thank you guys so much. She, it, uh, the fish with the magnet, 
Uh, yeah, not even saying Pishka. it. Not even saying it because you're not a guy I have to say things to. You're not my aunt. <laughs> it was the hit. It was the hit for the time. So for sure. Hey. Yes, it it was a hit. The magnet fit. Like I'm being genuine. She the magnet fish was a hit. Loves, loves, loves it. She loves it. Yeah. She really it's does. Harvey. And I've stepped on it a bunch. Thanks, asshole. Um. <laughs> Hans says, thanks, asshole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, On the foot. No, and the shirt is super foot damage. cute. Uh, what else? We've gotten so much stuff. You guys gave us, you were so generous. The fish. And was there a puzzle in there or something, too? Yeah. 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 Oh my god. The uh, stackable puzzle. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> she has so much shit. Yesterday was uh was yeah. a day to spend which is great. I'm I'm glad I'm in a position and have family and friends around that she can have a bunch of shit. I know that's probably uh privileged and a little fat whitey to say, but I didn't have sure. the amount of shit she had and she likes having shit. So cool. I'm glad I, I can provide it. She we're got, this, we're yeah she we're got, the same. It's like right. it's an embarrassment of 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 riches. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like Harvey absolutely. gets stuff. I would ne- we would never buy for her. No, no. like the biggest plasticiest yeah. giant things. Fun, fun, fun. But this fun. fun. She loves them. Um, basketball hoops. She got two tents. She got a trampoline. Literally, we had to move everything around in the living room. She got uh so much shit. Skateboard, but like. It's like one of those yes. little, like, old-school Tony Oliva skateboards, you know? The skinnies, plastic, big wheels. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is an adult yep. skateboard. You forget, because it's heavy. It holds up to, like, 200 mm-hmm. pounds. It's just a legit, like, one of those skinnier small skateboards. And the bearings on those babies? Whew! Indy 500. So old you, fat you dad go, got baby. on You're it. You're gonna go. <laughs> and he got on it with one foot and had his ankle in front of it on, on the ground and the other foot and just took out an ankle with that sharp Japanese plastic, right? Oh man, good old um, Tony Hawk over there. Yeah, you t- yeah. you take you forget about that just that little fish shape, that little tiny thing. Yeah, with nothing but wheels. Like you're just standing on wheels. It's awesome. We're not talking about like the thick long board with the slow right. at like this thing is just go 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 go. And it's, it's the, just it's a it's a roller skate. But yeah, that you yeah, stand yeah. on with two feet. You could tape it to one. You could buy two and tape them to both feet, and then <laughs> you could just go. Oh, that's the you way could we do yourself to the hospital. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because the tops are the opposite of grip tape. It is like just that. Yeah, we talked about pet- petrol. Like it's just made out of pure yeah. slick, you know, straight just, out of the earth it's, oil. It's yeah. dinosaur bones. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so Ruby with glitter it. sprinkled on it, and now it's green. Oh yeah, yeah, the little swirly swirls. That uh, speaking of roller skates, that little Ethiopian children in the factory put on little swirly skates on, and we're on top of the factory floor <laughs> yeah. putting little designs, little. Uh, well, they S- had to try them on, so at least they got to got some exercise. Um, yeah, so that was that was. Oh the no, big, we got big weekend we... the birthday. We got Harvey the biggest, grossest pool in the world. Mm, yeah. And we don't, like, we didn't have our, <laughs> what, what it needed was uh, the pump for a, uh, a air mattress. 
but we were we excised our air mattress and said pump. So then Ashley and I just (laughs) like Billy Goat gruffed this giant pool half full. It's like this flaccid thing full of swamp water now. Harvey loves it. I was uh, blowing up balloons after she went to sleep the night before her birthday, and uh, I was. It kind of feels good, but like just blowing up those balloons, like I started to feel like I was gonna like pass out a little bit, like just because I was like so oh, yeah. winded. And I was like, oh man, yeah, man, lightheaded. Felt a little good, and then I was like, careful, because <laughs> I was like, let me do one another one real quick, and I was like, I'm gonna fall and hit my head on the corner of this table. <laughs> Um, I was doing the same thing. I was like, I remember reading about people like adepts, like getting into trance states just through breathing. And I was like, I'm the dumb dad who's going to trip balls, blowing up a pool and break his neck on a a stool because I I found uh, the secret of life and then fell face first into a a pool water. Speaking of um, pools, since you brought it up. So this isn't on my topics, but uh, Ruby has a little blow-up pool. We blew it up. It's mm-hmm. been hot down here. But it's set tepid for a while because we got a lot of rain. So it's like, oh, yeah. well, this is definitely... You gotta catch that water. Put, this has definitely put a dead circle in the grass out back. Well, let me lift it up. Oh, yeah. So I go out there. I put her in her swing, and she's swinging. Just out there. I, you might be able to see where this is going when I, and I tell you this. Mm-hmm. So it's got water in it, so I've got to empty the water, you know, and it's like... Uh, yeah. inflatable so you know the water slowly you got to kind of it's heavier than you yep. think so i'm just there in flip-flops walking over to this pool that's been sitting there south carolina and flip-flops start lifting them lifting walking as the water starts splashing out the other side as i just feel this nice cold slither right oh. around my feet both feet <laughs> <laughs> the first feeling is like well, that's wet grass. And then the next feeling is, of course it that's is. a creature. And the next feeling <laughs> is audible. The next feeling, and Ruby's in her swing, and I just, the only thing you can say is you can just go, and I just threw that pool up. As it comes crashing down, I'm able to at least look down and see that it's only like a foot and a half, like little gray garden snake, which doesn't matter. And I just back up, and she's just cracking up, but just the heart. And then it's just beating. And of course, I'm just like, well, done. I'm done. I'm not going to go into yeah. that pool tonight. And Ruby's cracking but up. And then disgusting. she like walks Awful. right back out, and she's like, snake, snake. And it wasn't until two days later, I was like, put on my tennis shoes, pull my jogging pants down. <laughs> Extra long socks. Tuck and it we, in. We have the biggest... <laughs> I was dealing with, uh, they're called skinks, <laughs> and we have the biggest skinks this year, out at the vineyard and down here. They are a foot long, and we got a couple that live right under our back step, and they, mm-hmm. she loves them, because I don't know if anybody listening or if you know that movie Tangled, there's a character in it named Pascal, and it's like her favorite is little Pascal character. Is Pascal a skink? Pascal is like one of those um, horny lizards, whatever, with the curly tail. Mm-hmm. But we just call like yeah. every lizard we see Pascal, and she like laughs. And so she could care less about these things. Therefore, they don't care about her. I had to basically like I was shoving a nerd into a locker. These things are supposed to scatter. It was just standing there like what, what? And I was like, 
Come on. What do you Come want? on. Just moving it like I was moving a fat cat now. So now I have these lazy lizards who don't <laughs> care at all. They're huge. Yes. Ugh. Well, yeah, I got a, I got a jungle in my backyard. Oh, you got those down uh, or over there in Ohio? No, because I was just I was just laughing. You read my mind because I had just written down in my notebook. I was like skink. I remember that word. Like what? What was it? Something about it, like pinged in my brain this week. So, it but l- it's a it's a little little grubby lizard. They're big. They're thick. Some people call them. I think glass snakes because literally it's like a snake with legs and you can tell it's a skate they have a little they have a bright blue tail which represents their toxicity and they're not toxic to humans um or they don't have enough they're toxic to other gross things they're toxic to like say your dog were to bite into them they have like a neural toxin so they like can paralyze your dog so there's dogs down here with like that look like oh, stroke they get, victims. Got the, yeah, because they took a bite they of these stroke skinks. them out, and that's the thing. Our my dogs would never catch a skink unless the skinks were chugging lasagna, off, <laughs> like sunning themselves. So now I got to be it's concerned like, about them. So, I was in this pool before you dumped it. I dare you bite me, Sunny Skink over here. Look at got, my tail. Got it's light blue. Skink tricking Warren off the edge of the coffee table. <laughs> Come on, come who, on, Wolin. Who mailed dirt to Abu Dhabi? <laughs> I hate you guys. I hate this. I hate this, this backyard. Oh my god. Um, no, we have, and I've never experienced it. Ashley was telling me about it yesterday. We have chipmunks. Ooh, cool. Which my only frame of reference for chipmunks is, of course, Elvin and. His two brother chipmunks. That's your only reference. But what about Chip? Like, and, I don't remember Chip and the... Dale, Rescue Rangers. Oh, that's true. They are they're they're chipmunks, aren't they? Okay, yeah. then two two. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I've never that was a really shitty derailment. Go ahead. We were <laughs> no no no. We... I was so I was playing hurt. with Harvey and I saw yeah. this little rodent run from our yard into the bushes in the neighbor's yard. I was like. That looks like, and it's t- you're totally right. It was, it looked like Alvin. It looked like Chip and Dale. Like right. it had that little dink, and he the ran. I was like, stripe. I think that's a chipmunk. My only frame of reference is animated versions of them, and we have these like potholes in our yard, and I had oh. no idea where they. I thought it was squirrels. Hmm. I was like, ah, these squirrels, they're disgusting. And then just talking with Ashley, she's like, no, that's chipmunks. What do we have here? They, like, burrow in, and they put seeds, and then the birds come. So it's it's nice. We have a lot of birds. We have moles here. I know skinks. So many moles that literally by the midsummer, you're able to walk in our backyard, and it's like you're walking, I don't know, on a sponge. They're so prevalent. A lot of people, they'll put, like, uh, you know those, like, little handheld fans that every asshole had in grade school to cool themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Little handheldies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, it's um, too hot. It's too hot in home ec class. The tiniest little, yeah. uh, uh, people will put those in there. Required yard six the batteries. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The vibration will, uh, it's like those, it's the same, whoever is marketing those handles, it's the same handle that some brilliant asshole was like, let's put a lollipop in this 
nine bolt battery <laughs> needing handle. Oh. And then they got insane. And then it like became like the handle with the batteries and the genie from Aladdin, like juggling yeah. li- like runts as you eat them. It's like you don't need electronics in your candy. <laughs> Although that one, I'd pay for that one. <laughs> just walking around as an adult as the genie throws little peslets in your mouth. Runts in your or Sorry. even close to your mouth. Not necessarily yeah. in your mouth, <laughs> just eye, like right. in and around your mouth. That's how you know you you've attained the Kardashian level of of fame. It's like oh, just candy in and around my mouth. It's just a genie. Just I just want to be. It's a '90s genie. Some fat asshole laying on the couch with his like treats, and he has like a little claw machine, just a joystick, using a little claw machine to go in his bag of chips <laughs> and claw him out of <laughs> chip into his mouth. It's not a bad idea, actually. That's pretty funny. <laughs> The chip bag claw machine? You we're on to something. Oh yeah. I'm looking in my we're zooming essentially. I'm looking in my video and Meg dyed my hair and usually I always wore a hat mm-hmm. anyway, so I usually have a hat, so now I'm seeing my hair with my albeit horrible facial hair, but with my darker darker facial hair. And I just look like any asshole villain from any shitty like 90s action movie or any asshole in Watertown High School from 1990, you know, five to 2001. But uh, more, I'm more or less seeing um, a character I love because he also looks so weird. But uh, the the guy from the film Fargo, let's go to Pancake's house. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Peter Stormare. <laughs> Peter Stormare. Oh man, this is. Let's go to Pancake Coach. No, that just goes to sh- to show my um. I just caught a glimpse of my frumpy ass. Speaking of snakes, have you played Henning's yes. game O Snake? I have not played it yet. Ooh, I did a little gameplay of it today. I I was. Oh, here's here's again. You're gonna get. You're gonna love this dumb dad take. I logged into Facebook to record the podcast and I was clicking and was like, I don't know if Hans knows that he is he's going live right now. Hans is on the internet right now. <laughs> oh. I was like, he's playing the game. And I was like, oh my God. I'm the oldest, dumb, dumbest dad on the planet. It was like, I better text Hans and let him know his webcam is on. I uh so you're alluding to I I was doing some gameplay of Henning's game O Snake, which you can find if you Google O Snake, and it's like the second choice down. That's yeah. all I can tell you. It's a great game. It's on I. I feel bad because I can't give the link for it. You know what? I can give it in uh, record it later because everybody should go play it. One, it's free. Yes. Two, give the man a couple bucks because he designed an awesome game that you get to play essentially for free or for a couple bucks because why be an asshole um and it's worth it so i played it obviously i'm terrible at it because it's a video game so that goes without saying yeah but i will say and it and it came off the old printer maybe one of my favorite parts was uh reading some of the uh reviews on henning's game page let me get that old uh oh i don't have many yes just a little taste we gotta he's not here but he he deserves to hear the reviews right right. the the here let me grab it unshowered Unshowered masses, or as they say. 
All right, pop my headphones back on. All right, uh, yeah, it, it's short. I just there's plenty more reviews, and they're they're all quite glowing. Of course, the first one is like, um, uh, kind of you know how you give some. Uh, it's called constructive criticism, and it's just a nice way to be. Sure. You say like, I love playing your yes. game because this first person clearly, <laughs> this person's probably this person is named Aruk, so it's probably even some, could genuinely mm. be somebody we know. So. Maybe they have yep. a relationship with Henning, and they don't have to say, obviously, I left the game. But there's no, like, hey, good game. Hey, here's something. Anyway, so this guy just when goes, it's like you, you, you have gone to art school. Henning and I went to the same school. Yeah. Like, yep. so we understand the idea of constructive criticism. Like, yeah. you present something, and some people are really fucking bad at it. Yeah. And thanks to social media, everybody gets to give yeah. the criticism we're not even in a room you're not even with your peers you're just with people that's something i i recall i was gonna say that's something they should teach kids or it's a really good skill and i feel like i did receive that it's just such even if you're a butthole you get more flies with honey than you get with syrup yeah. i don't know what how this thing is said i think you no, get flies but it's true ways. it's like even and it's sort of like teaching. You got to teach someone how to complain, right? right. <laughs> like, be, be, if you see something that you absolutely hate, and it's it's just it, there's nothing, there's no value in it. You know what? It's better to do just not even bother to say anything, or I just, unless you have to, or well, you can find yeah. a, a thing in it, yeah. and turn it. Like or, reading a story, like we've all read terrible stories, but there's yes. always a there's always a nugget in there somewhere. Well, that's where if you can step back, that's where empathy comes in, and I've been guilty so yeah. most most of my life in this. Not empathize. I think I've been an empathetic person most of my life in uh, never to the person because I'm not an asshole in that way, but just regarding somebody's art. I wasn't able to many times step away and look at the process or respect the process, but maybe I'm even to in full honesty being too hard on myself. Cause probably I'm just being off the cuff to make somebody else laugh about mm -hmm. a criticism, but more so than ever, I'm able to step back. If I, if you, like you said, if you don't see any value in something, then you step back and go, do I see value in that individual and their time? And the answer is probably mm -hmm. right. And but for if for me if the answer is no and you just go oh and they're a racist then don't say something or say something <laughs> but if you can step back and go oh well that's yeah. somebody either new to their art or constantly trying art and it's just not clicking who gives a shit I'd rather them keep making their yeah. art than you know just be a dejected human all right so yeah. anyways that was a sidetrack so this person if you're gonna criticize somebody and by the way yeah. I used to be super sensitive to criticism I probably still can be but. Criticism is like one of the best things as an artist or an individual you can have to grow. It really, really is. And no, it's exactly. going to be hard a lot, but that's okay. Oh, it, it sucks. It sucks when someone tells you something that you've spent. Yeah. In, in most instances, years. This may be your one thing. Yeah. And someone goes, I don't like it. Like, that's t hard. But what you need to learn is just like. You need to have a lot of things. Yeah. You don't need to have one thing. Mm -hmm. Just like, okay, cool. That didn't work. Like, what's the next, your next thing? That's it. Yeah. It's like they say about, wow, this is a really long digression, but I like it. It's what they, it's what, um, 
uh, we'll go to the obvious, but Hemingway talked about it all the time. It's like, yeah, you need to write your shit like, you're going to write it like nine times before you end up with any semblance of what you want. Or That's... you're going to write a fucking ton of shit that will never, that will literally go, right. the end. <clears throat> shove it into the dump right. you know like uh, that's hard well, if you want to if you want to think about it in that way you need to write enough bad shit so everyone can talk like throw that negative mm. criticism on yeah. it until Ooh. you were like okay cool you you're, you're all burned out well that's not bad like it's all burned out so that's like but that play... is also like you're you're putting it out it's like yeah. here's, here's the skeet shoot of <laughs> writing so... So like, I'm going to throw you so much chuff. <laughs> yeah. Most likely, if you write a bunch Which of I shitty guess. books and send them to people, they'll be like, this is garbage. I'm never going to open the next one. They're not going to go, well, time for more garbage. Well, I guess I probably would. But that's the thing. Now's but the time. if you put that much time in, if you had sent 10 books, like, you're like, I've written 10 books. They're, they may not be good, but you have written 10 books books right you need to edit you need you need to self-edit and look at it yourself you also need to criticize yourself but are at some point like you i mean any asshole can just be like i wrote 10 books if you fill 10 books worth of things with words sure yeah like that's also a daunting task to even like not write a book like i i not wrote 10 books yeah well Henning like, created that's, that's an worked. entire game in two weeks that's, in quarantine. And you can go to his Facebook page, or actually he shared the link on the Jerk Practice Facebook page, and you can watch his process in making it. Now, back to Aruk, who is... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, is uh, uh, Has a comment, that's what I'm saying, on the page for Henning's game. Uh, I have found three very, very funny glitches. I guess very, very funny. That's constructive. I call them infinite armor, infinite laser, and infinite imp. What do you think that is? EMP, period. Empathy? Empire? I don't know. (laughs) Infinite empathy? Ooh, humble brag. I really didn't look through this. I got to 900,099. I got to 999999. And then the website crashed. I am not joking. Oh, okay. Well, humble brag. He's got some retorts to this. Henning actually did get back uh, and, and ask him, like, oh, like, did you try this and this and this? So he was very gracious. So that was a little bit of a uh, constructive or a critis- crit- critical review. Thank you for your game. I'm better at your game than you. Yeah. Your game is broken. It was free. Um, it, was, it was also free. Yes, but I, I, I but Henning, I'm Henning responded. I didn't didn't have this written down, but he, I'm sure he used it to his benefit. This next guy, this is a night and day. This guy was very, very um, um, warm and and gracious. Great game, Animalina. That's Henning's uh, developer mm-hmm. name or development company. I like the part with the jewels and the circles that move. One prob, no Sonic, five stars. I guess he was missing As the hedgehog. Hedgehog? Yeah, that's old toy. The hog? Toily Doc. So hey, that was constructive criticism <laughs> from old Toily Doc. And, 
And now I gotta go back to critical. I got one more. I skipped a few. You can go onto the site and read more. This one's from Dilly B. Hmm. I must admit the name was enticing, so I played. It was a fun and challenging game. Dot dot dot. If you're a piece of shit that can't game. Because I can. So I beat it in like five seconds. I mean, they were five good seconds, mind you. So anyways, I was thinking maybe you could tweak it a little and maybe the snakes could like kind of drop like blocks, but they shift <laughs> oh, on the way down and you have to be ready for that. I don't know. I just a thought a really good thought. Also, I agree it was missing some Sonic and Ryu. Six, six, six. Belch. <laughs> that was Dilly B. Anyways, Henny, that, that was, was a new review. Dilly you B. might want to, you know, look into oh, yeah. maybe a. Uh, you know, an Easter egg, Sonic the Hedgehog Easter egg, or may you know what would a right, version exactly. be? You don't want to get trademark killed, you know. Maybe a there's I mean, a chip come up right? with like Charlie the Chip, yeah, Chipmunk. Yeah, maybe uh, wavelength the Chipmunk. You know, <laughs> JP and, adjacent and Guru, the Street the Fighter, <laughs> Alley Basher from Alley Basher Two, <laughs> Alley Basher. They really punched the shit out of those motorcycles in those half games, mini games. Hey, you got something to Ali um, Basher. Just since we're talking about Henny's thing, real quick, you uh, did I hear on another podcast tell him Steve Dave that um, some of your comics are going to be eBayed off, correct? Or um, with I some, think the the art, yeah. With some signatures to help support the Secret Stash, which is the comic book store in Red Bank, New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, yeah, Help support uh, brick and mortar retail. So I don't know how yeah. to, uh, and and I guess that's also a, just a um, a transition into if you got anything else going on where people can continue to find your stuff or how to find your stuff right now. Uh, yeah, I'm just a person of com. There's free, got a free comic there. Okay. Download it's the Civil Four issues one through four in color PDF. Right? And download it in color, in full vivid color. Nice, nice, nice. And then um, Knights of the Fifth Dimension, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Where do they find uh, it? Is yeah, that bluejuice dot com or can they find it on your website? It's Blue or Juice a link? Comics. Yep, it's Blue Juice Comics, or you can go through uh, Person of Merit Comics dot com for a link. Just finished the letters on the fourth issue, so okay, nice. We'll nice. see now the, that uh, now that comic book sh- shops will hopefully be open in the next month or two. Oh, I, th- I yeah. All right, good transition. We are in uh, um, pandemic times. COVID. We're pandemic. In, we're still hunkered dun, down dun, dun, in the dun, COVID, dun, dun, dun. and we're talking about things opening up. And I am genuinely curious as to what you think about everything you're in a state that i think is slowly but surely opening up i'm in a state that's slowly but surely opening up with certain restrictions if you will um nationally the cdc has put out guidelines which i uh they're out there as to how to open up that one is curious to me because it seems Mm -hmm. a bit like a cop-out and this is not me i genuinely can't go one way or the other I feel like maybe as we talk it out, I'll lean to one way. So CDC, Center for Disease Control, put out guidelines. And they are yeah guidelines for um, what to do. Mm-hmm. Stay six feet apart. 
Wash your hands thoroughly yep. and regularly. Don't touch your face. Wear a mask. Uh, only go out uh, for essential reasons. And don't congregate mm-hmm. in bigger groups. <clears throat> Those are the guidelines that exist, right? And so yeah. places are now allowed to open up. And every commercial I see now says, we will now be following the CDC guidelines, which is great. But how can the CDC put out guidelines like that, right? And then businesses can say, please follow these. We're going to be following these guidelines, so I don't want you to fear. When the other part of the CDC, the leadership of the CDC says, hey, we have these guidelines. Also, we don't think anything should open up. Right now, it doesn't Uh, look like things should open up. No, and like I go back to – this is what Ash has always told me since time immemorial since we've been together is like if you're gonna do business get it in writing email people don't do it over the phone email it so you have it you can say it sure so that's what the cdc uh, is is what i'm taking is doing is they're like we put it in writing we sent it to you if something happens hey we told you it's in writing like look we're being very litigious like we're doing it like i got an email the place i work is gonna open up on thursday okay i don't know what that entails because i got like a paul revere-esque email last night it was just like hey are you here can you can you do stuff for us Mm -hmm. i was like sure i'll show up i don't know what that means like we don't know sure if it's going to be open open or if it's going to be like takeout orders but oh so so it's like where you work have you not been doing curbside or pickup or takeout or anything like that they had wanted to, and they just said no. Okay, we're not going to do it. It's not going to. That there's a there's a cost ratio there, obviously, right? Because they're like, wait a minute, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we do takeout. We're not going to get the type of people that we're not going to get the business to cover our overhead, right? I would imagine that's the way yeah. it is, right? Um, well, that was the thing. It was like you have you have to pay, like they broke it down. It was like you have to make two hundred dollars a day. Just to have someone in the kitchen right. and cover the food costs right. and then cover what it takes to have someone up front. But then you also need – like there's the other aspects of the uh, the computer, like DoorDash and using those different apps. Like you need different computer systems for Uber Eats. You got to turn the like, fucking they lights Like they require on. different things. Yeah. 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 Exactly. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of things people don't think of. We're technically, where I work, um, allowed to be open today. The business isn't open on Mondays. Mm. So tomorrow we're allowed to be open to do wine tastings, but only out open door. Mm. So re- I should say restaurants gotcha. are open for outdoor service with guidelines. I don't know what that means. And so here's where I'm at. I think that's is, just that like that gray area was like, well, we followed the guideline. What was the guideline? I don't know. So that's we followed it, it is, whatever it was. It's all gray area. It's like, I don't know. It's either, it's give it to me hard or give it to me loose. I know. Yeah. That, here, here, here. I, I think I said at the beginning of this hunker, screw it. I want armed guards on the end of every block and I want them to force everybody in their house for two weeks. And it's gone. Fine. Yeah. Or uh, just be like, all right, I guess we're going to do herd immunization. That's crass, and obviously I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm playing a person throwing things out there. But that uh, is... And, okay, so then throw chosen? it to the wind. 
because right now it's like, here's what you hear one day. All right, everything's spiking. You got to stay home. And the next day it's like, we're opening up. It's like, no, like, don't, you need to get a straight up plan because the worst Mm -hmm. thing, in my opinion, that can happen for anybody opening businesses and businesses need to open their asses up, agreed, but only if a week from now, everybody doesn't get sick again and they got to shut everything down. And by the way, what's worse than that is my, in my mind, all these governors that are opening things back up and nationally, they're not going to give a fuck if another 200,000 people get sick again. They are not shutting businesses down. If things reopen, nothing's reclosing. It'll take a lot. My prediction. Well, it. Uh, and the best, not the best thing about it, but the thing about it is we're dumb humans and yeah. we live on a planet with seasons. It's about to be summer. It's going to get hot and warm and, we're all gonna, you know, like they're just going to go, it's summertime. Like the, the sun kills things. Heat kills things. And that's going to get cold again. And who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. We don't know. It could be nothing. It could be something. But we'll all be rooting and tooting outside, which I have been. We've had two nice days here, and you couldn't like, I, pay me to be inside. I am done, done. I you, I can look out for my family. I can make recommendations for my parents. I can. That yeah. is what it is. I drove by a sunglasses store, right? And my first, mm. and it was packed. And a my sunglasses first store? A sunglasses store. What? And my first instinct store. was. My first instinct was, you idiots, like, do you really, is that, do you really need those sunglasses? And I was able to squash it away right now and go, who the fuck are you? I, maybe they do. Maybe, they, maybe yeah. that's the one maybe thing they, they can might, enjoy. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm going to try and not be around those people. Like, and then, so they're here, here you go on the opposite side. Meg and I got out of the house. They opened up a park, not a park, like, um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what you call it, a county park with trails, a walking, like. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what am I trying to say? A state park, maybe, but it's not that it's quite city. that big. Yeah, yeah. And we just went and walked around, and it was busy, but not in the sense that you really came in contact with somebody. You didn't, mm-hmm. and we made sure of it. Uh, and so we did that. So I, who am I to judge? And then I'm like, people are selling mattresses with a COVID sale. By the way, people need to stop COVID sales. Yeah. That's a little crass. But who am I? And I'm like, who I needs mean, a mattress right now? Why not? Maybe you got somebody a... might really need a mattress. Maybe they got uh, a bed wetter and their mattress is like rusty. So they need to get a mattress. Who am I to say? And by the way, ma- so I mean, that's what Ashley's mom, she works in furniture and yeah. she's, they've been busy and who would think you'd need like furniture. But it's one of those moments when you lock down, you're like, holy shit. Like you house. said, I got I got a bedwetter in the house. I need a mattress today. Yeah, I need a new yeah. couch today. I didn't realize it until all I'm doing is sitting on this couch. And I hate this couch. I need a couch. And? But it, it like, that's the stuff that pops off. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I will preface, I hate our conservative Republican governor as much as the next man our senator lindsey graham is much the next man Mm -hmm. irresponsible it's so clear that they're pushing for uh big businesses not to get sued by workers that get sick it's it's disgusting fine but as far as regional goes people in other parts of the country can shut the fuck up 
regarding like, look at those yokels, look at those idiots. Because I just heard a story, and this confirms it. The same moment, Ohio, South Carolina, well, Georgia's a whole fuck up. But they have strong citizens who are like, I'm not opening up in Atlanta. We don't have to listen to this idiot, so he's the idiot. But for all people judging in in places, um, more liberal places, let's say. Uh, yeah, they can go to hell because they've started to do like um, iPhone GPS tracking, and those people are secretly as soon as May first came and other states like lifted restrictions officially, like there was a fifty percent spike in all those other places, like people going out and moving around. So they're pointing the finger as they're out. Yeah. Trying on shades, getting pink eye, getting rooting into going, yeah, getting, going to the sunglass hut, getting uh, what what's what's that part of your eye called? The getting corona cornea, and uh, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. So yeah, it's an it's an interesting time. That I just don't want. I just my biggest concern. I don't know why it's founded. Everything I've heard one day has been different the next day. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter which media outlet it comes from or which mouthpiece it comes from. Uh, I know the ones not to listen to. I, I get my little snippets sure. from my little liberal bubble comedy shows, but I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know that uh, the numbers are just as bad as they initially thought, but people are a little confused because they're like, I thought you meant it was going to be like a hundred. I thought it was going to be awesome death, man. Almost yeah, like they're disappointed. Like, no. It's like, no, these 150,000 people are going to die. It's going to be over yeah. a few months. It's not over like a week. And they're like, I don't know. It, yeah. It's pretty disgusting. I just hope we don't open this shit up. So all of a sudden it's, no one is just going to, we got to go back in pivot. It's going to pivot. Cause it's going to be summer. It's going to be hotter. People are going to be outside. They're going to be around more people, but it's not. It's like, you know this because you have a kid. I didn't think about it until I had a kid. I've never been more sick in my life than when I had a kid. And you're in little kid spaces with other like the Petri dishes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Little kids and their families and their parents. Like when we worked at bars, like. Like, I get sick. I get gin sick because I drank too much. But, like, I never had the flu. Right. Right, right, But when you're just in, like, when you're in a closed space in the winter around other people, you're going to get sick. And then what's sad is, like, now it's summer. The sun's out. And people are going to be outside. Mm -hmm. They will be around people, but they will be outside. So you can't get an honest gauge of... Did we do it right, or did we did we fumble yeah. until yeah. we're all back in, like going to the art museums and going to the play spaces right. and the? I'm not uh, envious of those people that are going to have those hot COVID fevers in South Carolina in July. Holy <laughs> Hannah, Jerry! Oh boy! Hot dog! Oh boy! That's going to be a going to lose a few lbs. <laughs> Ashley and I were wistfully reminiscing about vacations we had, and we were like, "Oh, that's right, you were pregnant when we went to Hans and Meg's wedding, mm, yeah. and it was South yeah. Carolina on the Fourth of July, and we were just laughing about how hot it, was. <laughs> you know, we just and I can't, oh, yeah, a fever down there. Come on, forget come it. on, forget it. I uh, uh, I'm crawling that swamp." I was going to say, did you, 
no, I got no transition. What are you watching? You got to be watching something. Well, I texted you, and I had no idea that you had seen that documentary, oh. Finders Keepers. Oh yeah, a- actually, which is a, a few years beautiful ago. gem of a movie. Let me let you set it up, but real quick, I saw it a few years ago, and it wasn't until I was scrolling through Amazon Prime recently. I was like, "What is this documentary?" And I saw the trailer, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I fr- like because I, I it's like it spiked it like that. I I recalled it. Uh, you want to uh, tell everybody one what it's about, and two if they should go joy work it. Uh, they should joy work it. It's called Finders Keepers. It's about a man who purchases like you know storage wars style like buys a storage space and in that storage space is a bunch of bullshit of course but then there's this old smoker and it's the saddest looking thing you've ever seen just a sad old busted ass smoker Mm -hmm. and inside of the smoker is a human leg (laughs) yeah and then that's where the the documentary takes off is it's the story of why is there a human leg in here? And then also why there's a legal battle about the owner of the human leg was delinquent on his storage space. And then the guy who bought it is like, I own it. I bought it. And it just goes from there. It starts as the most hilljacky, like exploitive sort of documentary. And then ends in the most human drama. Yeah. Like you really feel for these people it's crazy you know, these, right? it's... the one guy in particular and then the guy who tries to keep the leg just wants to be famous like so i like it's like two halves of my own self when you watch it because you're sure. like i understand what that guy's doing and he also looks like justy and brian quinn from impractical jokers <laughs> if they yeah. were both extremely obese who just he's just like all i ever wanted to be was famous that's right. Everybody this says is, that I'm. Uh, everybody says I'm the funniest guy you ever met. Everybody says, and that's his arc. And he never deviates. And then the other guy, whose leg is the one kept in the smoker, is just the. That story is wild. The fool, the perpetual fuck up. His leg was in a smoker, <laughs> and he wants to keep his leg. Like you have to watch it. You have to. Because he kept he kept the leg because he wants to use it as a. Uh, like a memory of his dad like it's crazy it sounds insane but by the end you're like this guy is making the right choices to be better at life Mm -hmm. they uh it's so good finders keepers i can't i can't tell you it's interesting you know there's a fuck ton of people and that's why new york and la and these places are so full of people whether a ton of them want to admit it or not because most of them don't they just want to be there and be famous because they sure, see yeah. this thing as this pile of riches. And um, some um, many people don't. Generally, those are the people that actually succeed, I would believe. Maybe not. Maybe. How would I know? Because those people keep it inside. It's always the like the guy living in the studio apartment in Watertown, South Dakota, who's like, all I don't I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what it is. Famous. It's like, I'm, 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 what do you I'm want to famous. do? Just what does that mean, though? Famous. No, it's like I guess at least just you're on once you Street. peel that, peel the onion. Like that's the whole process. It's like we, when we were talking originally about like criticism. Like you got to peel that onion. Like, like oh, you want to be famous? Well, how? Well, I don't know. I found a leg in a smoker, and that that was it for that's that it. guy. He yeah. was like, I'm done. I found a leg in a smoker. 
I'm going to be. And they have scenes in the documentary where they're like, we're going to, you should turn this story into a Hollywood movie. And you can see his face. Yeah. Like he is like, yes, please. Yes, please. I want to be famous. It's got some parallels. But that's it. Like, it's got some parallels to American movie. In a sense that maybe if yes. you will it, or if you keep it that's that broad, famous, it. like Mark Borchard desperately, yeah, he knows a lot about film, but in my, I think in anybody's estimation, if you really investigate him and and analyze it, he just wants to be famous. And somehow it came to him, not in that he's a famous filmmaker, mm-hmm. but that he's a famous uh, set piece in this documentary, basically. He's a curious. And that's all he's he wants, and it, it'll work. Like, you visit and yeah. he can check off fame and he's happy to do it in that regard or if it would have been if he was nominated for academy or it doesn't matter he fulfilled that box um mm-hmm. well and that's what i love the most about american movie is that he's not and the other movie i is also on netflix and is an enjoyable documentary it's sad as shit is the wild whites of west virginia yeah oh yeah and it's just the scumbaggiest family you could ever meet. They just film them. They like being famous because they're filmed, and they're also they like fighting and fucking and breaking shit. That's they're, it. Like that's all they want to do. I think the I think authenticity is the right word. Well, it, authenticity yeah. is is enthralling. And speaking of, I didn't have this written down because I have a couple things that I've been. If you're going down that, because uh, I saw the same trailer, I went, "Oh my god, I saw that like a few years ago too. That was really good." Yeah, that's another documentary down that pipeline on Amazon Prime for all you primers out there. It's called "Shut Up, Little Man." <laughs> <laughs> that was the third thing on my list because you, you, Ash, Meg, and I were had to have been on the same documentary right. train because oh, yeah. yeah. they they were on Netflix. Boom, seven boom, boom. years ago yes yeah, yeah yeah and i watched all like in that same order yes tell them about shut up little man man you'll have to it's... uh so basically it's it's pre um social media pre going viral it's these guys i think that takes place in san francisco and these two young bachelors are living in this apartment they move into this apartment and they start hearing these arguments from across the way and you know you kind of usually it's just muffled but it's so loud and so clear and they use like they start kind of zoning in uh honing in on it they're like these are the craziest fights i've ever heard and it turns out it's between this old same-sex couple married couple who are just these two abusive alcoholics and it's just laurel and hardy style like one skinny and one fat and they just go back and forth and the name of no spoilers the name of the documentary is because one guy's always like going at the other one and the other guy's always just like shut up little man shut up little man and so these guys just started recording them and making cassette tape after cassette tape after cassette tape and just volumes and volumes and now it's 25 years later and there's this subculture of people who are like have you heard the shut up little man tapes you know um definitely worth it it's it's I love that aspect of the documentary of the time capsule of pre-internet, sort of like that underground 
mixtape you share your friend has a tape of a tape of a tape like it's such a cool time capsule for that era before you could just like get it on your facebook feed or whatever right like some things just percolate and there's a other the other documentary that we watched in that same scrum was uh, winnebago man oh yeah so yeah exactly that's the but it's that same subculture version of... of that right if you haven't seen winnebago man that's a pretty classic documentary about a a instructional or promotional video that they made for winnebago dealerships um to sell winnebagos and this guy who's selling it like the pitch man is such an asshole that his crew decides to take all of the outtakes where he's a dick and a fool, um, and he wrote the own script, and they like made a mashup and just started passing around to, between friends, and they're so funny and so crazy that it became viral before viral was a thing. Also, yeah, these are yeah, it was... like four, like you can have a documentary day, and oh yeah, you do can it. go through a lot of emotions, Binge. that would be a fun one. Binge! What I've been binging, not binging, I, I got there. So I'm I'm selfishly transitioning into a little bit of what I'm watching because we're stuck at home watching. Go for shit. it. Um, there is a show on Netflix right now. It is a drama. It's not a documentary. It's called Waco. About oh uh, shit. Yeah, and so you haven't seen it or started it or I had I know okay. I know of it because the actor that plays david koresh is from uh, friday night lights got it okay um i would i will not get into it too much other than what, what do you where, where is it on the the hansi i watched one episode scale of when i finished it i told meg i said okay some of the writing is in my opinion pretty pretty uh base but also yeah. So I'm pretty familiar with it. Not to, humble brag. I'm a real w- Waco guy. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, a Waco nerd. man. <laughs> I'm a Waco guy. <laughs> uh, I know a little bit about it. And from what I know about it, there's um, a lot of bad shit going on both sides. The ATF and mm-hmm. on the, the the story is most people know about it, but about a, a group of a religious sect called the Branch Davidians run by this guy named David Koresh who – uh, legitimately claimed to be the you know son of God, Jesus. claimed to be Jesus. Uh, now he was a really dark figure and did a lot of bad shit, and it's documented. And it's I'm gonna just go off on a, it's so far. We're pro Koresh, man. It is pro Koresh. Oh, that and oh, wow. I guess the guy from Friday Night Lights. I'm like, okay, okay, and I, I, I uh. Koresh is a bit hunky, and oh, yeah, that guy's a hunk for days. <laughs> He's still my heart. So you have a hunky Koresh who they're really put propping up on a pedestal, and I do know. Here's an example. Also, you have a young Culkin, or the youngest of Culkins, a Rory Culkin, who looks just like Emilio Estevez, which is very weird. Um, <laughs> but David Koresh had a horrible butt rock band that played honky tonks. And for all intents and purposes and everything I heard is they were terrible and he was terrible. So my, when I was like, that's why you start a cult because you're bad at what you want to do. 
they really make like him good look like he's rocking. And so that's what clicked it to me. I went, hmm. <laughs> they, even as like a, the Rolling Stones. Right. Even as a filmmaker looking for fodder, you have such a great opportunity to show David Koresh in a human light here. But he was rocking yeah. on the stick and, and he meets Rory Culkin. He's like, hey, man, my drummer didn't show. Can you play those sticks? No one that cool and confident starts a cult because you don't need to. If you can just go, hey, yo, can you play in my band? We're good enough. We're such a good band. We don't even need our old drummer. We can just get a stranger from the audience. Oh, God. Casey, I... uh, Did we talk about the ZZ Top documentary? Have you watched that? Did we talk about... No, I didn't know. I didn't there know is, this one. Speaking of Texas and bands, yeah, and just picking them up. There's a, a fantastic ZZ Top documentary on Netflix. Uh, we watched it just right as the the quarantine started. So I sure. like it's fell fallen back in my mind. Uh, ZZ Top is the coolest band ever. I got a feeling. I had a just, feeling. Watch it like these dudes, three dudes, random dudes from Texas. They are like the definition of a super group. They were all famous and did think like some of them opened for Jimi Hendrix. Some of them did other stuff. And then they were ZZ Top. And then ZZ Top was really cool before the ZZ Top that we know with the like, she's got legs and flipping the guitar and the long beards. Because that's the... Both Ashley and I, she (laughs) picked the documentary. Yeah. (laughs) She picked the documentary and I was like, yeah, I'll watch it, I guess, whatever. These guys are the coolest fucking dudes on the planet. They got... They were super famous before the 80s version that we know them as. Um... And not to no spoiler alert, they have the most sitcommy, like arc. Yeah. So they were all in different groups that were super cool and working in Texas and working these different, like circuits, and playing with the best bands at the time, the most psychedelic, playing with Cream and Jimi Hendrix and gotcha. doing all this shit. So then they all came together to do ZZ Top, and they had this one killer album and I, it, the, the name escapes me unfortunately at the right now uh and they just it, they were the cream of the crop everybody loved them They're like you guys are the awesome and then they stopped making music and one guy just drank the money away the other guy the one of the guy with the big beard the two big bearded guys have big the beards. best arc yeah one big bearded guy he just goes to london plays with punk bands watch it and just disappears into europe and basically forrest gumps his way through the european music scene at the time so it's like david bowie and punk like he's just gotcha. there because he's got the money and the other guy just started working at the airport <laughs> and he's like i socked my money and just worked until zz top until all they all came back together and he was like oh cool i'll make music again good for him I guess. It was the best. It was the best. It's not sexy for the documentary. He's like, yeah, none of the guys at the airport knew that I was in in a rock band. And just showed up every day to work. Got his paycheck. (laughs) Put food on the table. (laughs) And then they were like, oh, wait, you're 
it's, it's like very superhero. They're like, oh, wait, you're super famous, awesome musician. He was like, yeah, I can do that. Oh, cool. We're going to be ZZ Top again. And then they came back in the 80s and are the ZZ Top that we know. Takes that and vest the only that's been covering that they... long beard off. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, let me ask you this. Where does the name come from? ZZ oh, Top. you're going to love it. Uh, they were just looking at old, because they, they love blues musicians, so they were just looking, they had blue old blues playbills, not playbills, but whatever, like show things on the wall, and they're like, yeah. well, we love BB King, because he rules, and we got this, we can't be, King is the best word in the world, and just, it was just a riff session, as oh, they, they were like, practice, drinking. They, they totally JP'd it, yeah. They just went, ah, he sounds know. like Z kings wear a crown King. on their top. ZZ top. Well, let's do two of them because two let's Z's are beards. better than one Z. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. It shouldn't be as enthralling as it is. It's those guys are awesome. I love I love when that happens. They're better than that album, but you it totally justifies the ZZ top from the 80s and they get into it at the end. All of those famous videos are directed by um God damn it! What's his name? The uh, guy that sings Toy Story. This Toy Story theme. Oh, theme Randy song. Newman. Randy Newman. It's his brother. What he is directed his... all oh, of those oh, videos. Nice, nice. That's cool. I uh, um, I love I love when that like you just don't know what happens even like behind the scenes of uh. Speaking of ZZ Top, you got somebody spinning a tooting a guitar back there. Oh yeah, Harvey's nice. ZZ banjo went back there. Ooh, she got a banjo. Or is that your banjo? It, that is the banjo from nice. the old the Minneapolis place that you guys bought me. Cool, cool. My nephew Aiden plays a banjo, and it's like he he takes lessons, and so it's just so just watching somebody play the banjo is one a, is a joy. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh oh, just know it, hearing what's going on behind. Um, yeah. We're talking about Danny Newman. <laughs> no, just behind your bands. Like, even, you know, yeah. you might not think Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf might just be like a a, a, yeah. a point in counterculture to you. But that is a group of guys that, like, rose to the tops. Maybe for that. So there's a story there, right? Everything has a story. I know that's mm-hmm. obvious. But, like, so even a documentary. Like, why would I watch a documentary on Steppenwolf? It's crazy. So I watched this documentary. Yeah. And this one was uh, much sadder. But anyways, you wind down and there's <laughs> drugs and there's women. Of course, they're because they're a rock group. They're not the Beatles. But in their own mm-hmm. little, you know, bubble, like they the went through all these the trials and tribulations. Of... The worst part, though, at the end is the lead singer, who's the most famous guy from Steppenwolf because of the voice. You know, they're born to be wild. They basically oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lose some members and they're like, hey man, uh, uh, he's like, I don't want to play with you guys anymore. I won't be Steppenwolf. I'm doing my own thing. That was years and years mm-hmm. ago. They're like, cool, do you mind if we tour as Steppenwolf? He's like, what do you mean? Like with a different singer? They're like, yeah, can we just use the name? Like basically because they're like, right. yeah, we're Would the drummer, bass to... player, and guitar player from Steppenwolf. Would you be down if we tour Steppenwolf? Because people are going to go see a band named Steppenwolf, not if we change our name to like Tony and the Skylarks or something, you know, they're not going <laughs> to formally Steppenwolf. Oh man, if only Tony and the Skylarks just to the top of the charts. So this is in like the late 70s or something or 80s. No, this is in the 80s. 
you know, so what happens is he's like, all right, well, you know, let's have our manager put up a contract. You guys can have the name Steppenwolf, mm-hmm. but I get the, how about I get the rights oh, to all the no, music? I can smell where this is going. <laughs> oh, they're no. like, they're I like, don't yeah, like it. All right. It doesn't matter. All our music's already out on vinyl. Like nobody's going to buy yeah, our music right. again. And then CDs come out and CD players and nobody listens to <laughs> records gonna anymore. Say- and now these guys are wide web with the digital name Steppenwolf, and this guy gets a taste every time somebody buys Born to Be Wild, or every time somebody buys their CD. So literally, they're talking to this guy, oh the lead singer of Steppenwolf, and he's got this beautiful Malibu Vista behind him, and the other guy they're talking to, I'm sure they talk to the other guys, but the one guy they're talking to, the like the guitar player, was like, "Can we tour a Steppenwolf?" He fucking shags golf balls at a golf course. No, yes. dude, no. He's the guy in the thing with the net where the cage that you hit. hit that but, shoot their things at him. So every everybody has a story. Speaking of stories, did you? Um, I ran into guy. I know we're not supposed to be. But I told you we went to the park, and it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. I I attract cretins like a yeah. magnet to scum, like a scum magnet. And this guy, he just walks into my house. And he's, I, I didn't know anything about him. And this guy's like, couldn't believe I didn't know him. And so he said at some point he's supposed to, right on cue, right on yeah. cue. Oh, to here, stop okay. by. Yeah. All right, all right, hold on one second. Human I skink. Introdu- I was just introducing you. One second. Hey, man. How's it going there, huh? mister? <gasps> How you me? doing? So this guy, welcome. You want to introduce yourself? Oh, yeah, man. My name's Dilly B, man. <laughs> oh, Dilly B. Counterculture revolutionary coming out of retirement for coronavirus, baby. All right. Well, see, that's the thing. I never heard. I've heard of other musicians, but I, I hadn't heard of you. I came first, baby. Counter-revolutionary. <laughs> Folkster for a generation. I redefined the you can't be more... 50s Really? <laughs> Much more revolutionary than being the first. Counterculture in the mid-50s. Have you mid-50s. never heard of me, man? Maybe because that, that hack, <laughs> Bob Dylan, came a decade later and caught my style. Oh, that's what this is about. You're jealous. Okay. Is this about the new... So, here, one second. Can you hold off? So, uh, Case, you were telling me, and maybe this is all karma, mm-hmm. Bob Dylan recently came out with a new song. And it's called uh, Murder epic. Most Foul. Murder most joke. Um, yeah. So this, so Dilly B is claiming Dilly B. that not only has Bob Dylan copped this song from him, but he's been copping his style all along. Right. Uh, right, Dilly? Tony's so this is the, the murder Tony's most in foul. the attic, stirring up the homebrew. I'm in the basement, thinking about the president. All right, all right. That's, <laughs> I sang that in 1951. All right, all right. Ooh, all right. You know, uh, hey, Dr. Recorder, toot a jig for me. I'm not Ty Ty, and there is no one that likes me. Take me on a ride upon your huffy 18-speed. It's your handlebars I need. My necklace has no beads. I promise this song came before Bob Dylan's. All right, that was in the song? Before he... That's a good song, though. It's not Dilly bad. B. It's not bad. If you're wandering down south to the store, think about me on the boundary ridge. 
think about me <laughs> to a chick who has a house. She once was a buddy I knew. So that one was <laughs> That first. is my favorite uh, Dilly B song, Chick with a House. <laughs> but so you were saying, Dilly, that, I mean, this latest song is very specific. You know, Bob Dylan wrote a lot of, um, Bob Dylan wrote a lot of, like, narrative songs. You know, like, oh, like Hurricane? I can do athletes. This is the story of Agassiz. The tennis star that you came to see. Remember when he had that sexy hair? Now he's bald. I see him nowhere. He could. All right. All right, Dilly. All right, Dilly. Ooh, he cutting a promo on uh, Agassi. All right, so. It was less of a celebration and more of a bringing to, him down you know, to earth. Um, so real quick, Dilly, do you mind if I play a little taste of um, of, of Bob Dylan's latest song? Oh, yeah, I guess if you want to play a little toot, maybe I'll give you a little bit of mine. So everybody listening, maybe, Case, we can hear mm-hmm. a little bit of um, yep, a little bit of Bob Dylan's song here, obviously. I'm glad you didn't if pay you got for 17... it. Exactly. If you got 17 minutes, it's well worth your while. Oh, yeah. Let's just, just a little taste, right? <laughs> if you got 17... Sorry, Dylan, but this song... Goes a dark day in Dallas. <laughs> here we go. November 63. What a heck. A day that will live on in infamy. I must be playing through that it's printer. To the point. It's to the point. President Kennedy <laughs> was a right line. Good day to be living and a good day to die. He led to the slaughter like a sacrificial lamb. You see, wait a minute, boys. You know who I am. Of course we do. We know who you are. Then they blew off his head while he was still in the car. Shot down like a dog in broad daylight. Was a matter of time and in the time and was right. You got unpaid debts. We've come to collect. We're gonna kill you with hatred without any respect. We'll mock you and shock you, and we'll put it in your face. We've already got someone here to take your place. The day they blew out the brains of the king. Thousands were watching, no one saw a thing. It happened so quickly, so quick by surprise. Right there in front of everyone's eyes Greatest magic trick ever under the sun Perfectly executed, skillfully done Wolfman, oh wolfman, oh wolfman, how Rub-a-dub-dub, it's a murder most foul I couldn't decide whether I absolutely loved it or i hated it right so i think i love it but it is kind of like it's like a junk drawer yeah of things like bob dylan just opened a drawer and and just went hey man here's some stuff from when i was young (laughs) just he's singing about what he knows he's like right back back in time family guy joke so mad at it well, I'm just saying, you know, he comes out with a tune just after I come out with a tune. All right, well, what is yours? I mean, is it about the Lincoln assassination or something? 
No, no, no. It's topical. It's please. topical. It's called. Uh, Is it Reagan? It's the called. Reagan? Uh, it's called Virus Are we Max McKinley? Vile. Virus Max Vile. <laughs> All right. Uh, can you do it without instruments? I prefer it. I prefer it. Okay. Twas a warm day in Wuhan, December of twenty. A day that started all the coroni. President Trump was a toot in tweets. Good day to be online and eating fast food treats. Not a knowing uh, what's a coming like a monumental imp. He said, you remember that movie when they said bring out the gimp? Of course we do. <laughs> It's called Pulp Fiction. Then they got back to the business with some science depiction. Fauci said, my man, this ain't look right. Only a matter of timing. We'll be quarantined tonight. You gotta wear masks. We know what we say. We're gonna kill you with bleach. Inject it today. We'll fake you and take you and lie right to your face. We've got my pillow, Lindell, here to take up some space. The day Caroni put everyone in check, millions were watching this little crown speck. It infected so fastly, so fastly, what the heck? But at least we all got a Donald Trump check. Shelter there in place, never seeing the sun. Staring at the walls until it's all done. <laughs> lycanthrope, lycanthrope, lycanthrope smile. Ring-a-ding-ding. It's a virus, Max Vile. All right, all right, all right. Well, they sound very Dilly. similar, Dilly. Uh, I, I got one more section that I liked um, real quick. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, is it small? It's very, very short. Okay, all right. Blackface. <laughs> it's ten minutes. Blackface governor, whiteface black. Better not show your mugsies outside the shack. Out in the camp, Crystal Lake, they've got Jason Voorhees <laughs> underneath yes. the lake, like sunken water skis. All right, all right. Well, now I gotta. <laughs> He's gotta you get know. it in there. You, yeah. All right, Dilly. Well, as always, thanks for stopping by. Have you a trip upon your swirling? See you later, swirling magic rig. My name well, is that was Donny nice Dilly B. Yeah, that was Dilly I'd B. Like to, I like, like him to come back, man. Yeah, Dilly maybe, B. Maybe anytime Dilly, you know, he's always got tracks. I don't buy him for a goddamn second. I mean, you saw it. You no. saw him. Mid fifties. One sandal. And <laughs> counterculture. He did those cuffs were high and tight, so I do believe maybe yeah. maybe he was hip to the fifties. Oh my god, and I forgot he told me Oh uh he told me he actually you know that famous duet between um Bob Dylan and Johnny Cash? Oh hey, I'm back, I'm back, I'm of back, course. I'm back. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Here, here. And uh, I'm here too. Oh Jesus, he brought his friend. <laughs> I uh, I want to just let everybody know that uh, before Bob Dylan uh, did that uh, duet with Johnny Cash, uh, I did one with uh, old Joey Nichols here. Yeah, he's pretty famous. <laughs> he was Nichols. he was before Johnny Cash. 
Yeah, I was. I stepped up in the icy cold shower. It was cold, cold, cold. (laughs) Didn't heat up for an hour. And it's burr, burr, burr. That icy shower. That icy shower. Both of you, get out of here! Right now. I walk the zig. I jog the zag. All right, then zag out of here, you son of a bitch. You jog the zag. (laughs) I jog the zag. What is he talking about? Icy shower. Oh, it's so good. Oh, man. I have to send you a link because I found this crazy thing. It's not crazy, but it was because March Madness was canceled. Oh, yeah. This comedy writer just did a Weird Al Yankovic March Madness and just oh. is taking polls of songs. So he's pitting all of Weird Al's songs again. And they have the best, like, they have a, what was it called? Hog, the Hog Division. Like, they have the, the, the greatest Amazing. division names. It's fantastic. I, I, there, if, if you want to go out there, anybody and listen, New York, the New York Times Magazine did an expose on Weird Al recently. It's cool. I don't know if he needs a resurgence, but at least um, I I feel like he's getting the respect he deserves instead of like putting him in this bizarre little yeah. corner category of goofy parody song because he's just he's really a lot more than that, in my opinion. Like some of his songs are well, but... like really good, really joyful, and some of his parodies are really, really stupid, but they're not without their own elements of like um he's not ray stevens you know no 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 no, 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 no one, at all. if if you're from the midwest you know ray stevens is the jokey sort of conservative sort of weird al guy he right. did the the song the streak but it was before coronavirus weird al was doing a tour and he booked it as don't buy a ticket because I'm not playing any of my songs. Like, any of my, like, he's not going to play Fat or Eat It. Right, or any right. of the, like, Amish Paradise. He's like, I'm only playing B-Sides, and that's it. And that's how he marketed the tour, was like, do not buy a ticket if you unless you know stuff, right? my music. Because I'm going to play his actual goods. Like, he's a great songwriter. He's a great musician, yeah. With a, really like is. a, you know, the comedic lilt, but... He's fantastic. Like, ha- like the back half of all of those albums, there's so much good shit. I felt so that aren't just like a reference. He, the something. name Weird Al, actually comes from. So he graduated high school when he's like 14. So he went to college when he was literally like 14, 15. And it doesn't come from a place of endearment. Like he co-opted it. Like he owned it. Like it was literally oh, a bunch God. of college okay. nerds. In the era, or college nerds, college jocks, in the era of college jocks, you know what I mean? When that was like a yeah, classic thing? Like that... Revenge of the Nerds. He was in college when that movie came out. When this poor kid he is would the walk main by, nerd. they gave him the moniker Weird Al. Like, can you imagine how frightening, basically, that must have been? And then he was like, screw it, I'm right. Weird Al. Because he had one guy who's still friends with him to this day that was in his dorm room. Where these guys like took his clothes in the shower, literally classic Revenge of the Nerds, and he walked in. And he's like, "What are you doing?" They're like, "We're taking Weird Al's clothes." He's like, "If you don't put those clothes back on those hooks, 
I'm going to beat the shit out of all of you. And they were like, all right, you know, because they're bullies, so they're cowards. Whatever. Why so, would you defend Weird Al? So he defended him, so Weird Al, like, they, he, like, was like, all right, kind of, like, I think begrudgingly, like, you know, I did a good thing because I don't like seeing people picked on, sat with him. But then this guy, to his credit, was like, what is that, an accordion? He's like, Weird Al basically at this time was like, yes, uh, I played the accordion. He's like, I can what do you play on it? He's like, of and course he was just like, can. I can play any song you'd ever want to hear on it. And to Weird Al's credit, he was like, okay, play, I think you named an Elton John song. And like, Weird Al is just, musically brilliant in that he literally can savant. play any yeah. song. He's so savant So... Uh, Those were my favorite tracks on his albums were the, like, accordion mashup songs. Oh, yes. Yeah, they're amazing. He just plays, like, seven of the most popular songs, and he threads them together and just plays them on the accordion, which I never thought about. But, of course, he could just do that if you were like, play me this. Yeah. And he's like... What, uh, how do we get on the old... I feel like I derailed you on Weird Al. We're talking about. Weird I Al? told you about. Well, Dilly B uh, showed up and derailed America three times. Yes, and then I, I was telling you about uh, that. I saw the Weird Al um, song, uh, March Madness thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Online, thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Which... Where people vote in real time over, you know, deep cuts and the the hot the hot hot takes. Speaking of basketball and icons, I'm still watching The Last Dance. I saw the the latest two episodes last night. I haven't um, seen any of it yet. Ooh, it is. So, I've heard. I've heard so tell good. of the beauty of this. It's so good, and I will say, it's just like we we're talking about with Steppenwolf, the Michael Jordan of music, of course. Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, of course. There yeah. is something to be said, big time, Mike. You they it it does a very good job of Michael Jordan's just it goes without saying but maybe the most mythologized American in our lifetime, right? So when you actually talk oh, to him sure. and they use this real Certainly footage from 1998, for us. you literally see like a man imprisoned by his own fame, and to the point where I was like, this fucking guy is one. It's worth watching just because you're like. He is so good at basketball. I don't care if you like basketball or not. He is so good. It's like Weird Al. I don't care if you like the accordion. I bet if you watch Weird Al yeah, crush an accordion, so fucking... you're like, oh my god, this guy is just so I talented. actually like... <laughs> but Michael Jordan, they follow him. Also, there's a guy named John Wozniak, who's his security guard. He has like a... You know what I'm talking about? This guy oh, know is the about. most beautiful security guard and he is buddies with michael jordan he has a long wavy blonde mid like back mullet long handlebar mustache i can't so he's like diamond dallas page but tiny and shriveled like he's a little guy but you know he must mean business he's like former like viet he's a vietnam vet basically and oh yeah yeah, no totally there's this amazing and from from chicago no less they talk about Michael Jordan's gambling and I can get into that a little bit, but like he just was so competitive. So basically his security guards were his inner circle. And that includes this fat dumpy guy from Chicago and skinny Mm -hmm. curly blonde hair from Chicago. And they were gambling on who can throw a nickel and get it closest to the wall without it touching the wall. Oh my 
It was amazing. And this little skinny security fuck? guard won. And you, Michael Jordan was clearly aggravated. Not in a shitty way. But like he, Michael Jordan famously, when he sunk all that. these three-pointers to yeah. sink the Knicks in the 1993 Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, he yeah, kept looking yeah, to yeah, Magic yeah. Johnson and shrugging his shoulders. So this skinny curly-haired white security guard who just threw a nickel at a wall and beat Michael Jordan, looked at Michael Jordan, <laughs> nickel and, at a wall. and he's like, you guys need to get out of here. You get out of here. <laughs> you're but fucking fired, and you, is, you get a raise, but you're it fired. It is interesting. You, they are You gotta get that him. juice from something. You gotta get that juice from something. Yeah, exactly, because Michael Jordan could not leave. They follow him. This is 1998, potentially, or, well, the last year with the Bulls, right? Um, he is in this hotel room. I'm sure it was an amazing hotel room. They didn't like go yeah. around it. He's just laying on the couch. He's smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. This is before a game, which is awesome. <laughs> Miller course, lights yeah. cigars, and he's still amazing. It's, it's <laughs> Miller lights before before the game. He's like an old football player from the. He's from <laughs> he the mid fifties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I need a steak sandwich. I need a cigar, and I need two kegs of beer, and then I'll play. I can't believe the amount of Miller light and Miller genuine draft. Excuse me. In that locker oh, room, MGD. Phil Jackson, Ooh, that's the Scottie era. Pippen. And they're like, hey, don't film the beers. And I'm like, what are these guys? They're like literally getting their massages, you know, on the they're... table. And they got cans of beer. It's great. <laughs> they got the MGD. And I MGD. know that can because oh, it's yeah. got the like oh, yeah. Wu-Tang colors. Mm-hmm. It's that black, mainly black, oh, yeah. but gold. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know that. MGDs, baby. Uh, oh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan, amazing. as much as you're like, this guy runs the world. He couldn't leave his hotel room. They show him leave his hotel room. They obviously mm-hmm. they it was like the team. Nobody was allowed on that floor. So he gets in the elevator. It's just him in the elevator and the camera guy. And then they film the day. The elevator opens. He's mobbed. He goes out in the street from the yeah. lobby. He's mobbed up until he gets in the bus. He gets off the bus. He's mobbed. Then he has meet and greets. Yeah. Nicely so. He always did meet and greets with like Make-A-Wish kids. And then mm-hmm. he goes and plays his game, and then he gets mobbed. People, it's weird that people were allowed to touch basketball players' heads as they ran from the game. Like he's literally oh. getting swabbed by people, and not swabbing away. Thought about just it, like, yeah. But the you said it, and I had forgotten that was a thing where people just touch your head. That's so. They get to touch off. your bald head. They get to touch your. Can you imagine now like, in a time of in- Coroni looking at that? There's no way. No um, way. And then he's mobbed by the press, and then he's mobbed all the way back to his hotel room, and you're just like, holy shit. And this was at the time where, like, you see he lived that way, and Michael Jordan was a pretty squeaky clean guy, and then some scandalous mm-hmm. book came out that talked about him gambling, and just for a guy, they're like, he lost two games, they're down 2-0 to zero in the Eastern Conference Finals, and we found out he went to Atlantic City with his dad and was playing poker until 1 a.m. And it's just like, it's Michael Jordan. Like, that's the – they couldn't attach <laughs> anything. Da- so He legally, had a date with his dad. He that went was with his the, dad. That's yeah. what you can – And he, it, like, was an explosion. It is a really, really worthwhile doc, Henning. It's just – I never – like, because, you know, he's on the pantheon of me being a kid. Right. So it's like you have you all have your heroes, and he's he is the ar- you can't argue with like one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Oh yeah, 
And at that moment, he's on everything. And it's the Bulls. And it's everything. So I could can't. He's Elvis. He's, he's the closest you can get to what it must have felt like to be John Lennon or Elvis. I think in the without, month, a doubt, in, in, without a doubt. Without a doubt. If for, not both of them together, because he's an athlete. You're just going to love it because you're a dad. And he's a dad, and he very is very protective of it. I was like, oh, yeah, he has fucking kids. He is yeah, dad oh, jokester to the max. Not on the court, obviously. He's legit. He's the but best, like, baby. He He's throwing quarters at a wall with his security guards, and they're jabbing each other. You're just like, this guy, there's a, there's a reason he's Michael Jordan, right? Like, there just is. It's not just because yeah. he's amazing at basketball. That opened the door. Sure. But like. He's like, well, there there's are, something like, to be said about being a good hang, too. Like and being it's good also to be like yeah. Magic Johnson is like the like he's the Hollywood, you know, like he's the Lakers. Yeah. He's Hollywood. And he was a, a fantastic basketball player. Yeah. But Michael Jordan is a better basketball player than he is. Oh, without a doubt. He says because so he's himself. less like bravado, less show. Like I remember reading an article about it was, of course, it's like. About the dream team when they were forming the dream team and to like coalesce the power of the dream team because you have the old dogs Mm -hmm. led by Magic Johnson and then you had the young bucks that were led by Jordan and they just played a like scrimmaged. Oh, yeah, they get into a famous scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, if I beat you, you're, you're done. Shut your mouth. And, oh yeah, and Michael Jordan, of course, beat Magic Johnson because Michael like, Jordan's Michael Jordan. <laughs> they, when you watch the documentary, and I'm sure anybody listening to this that's not Last Dance fan, uh, a sports fan, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, they get into all that. It is, um, it's, 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 in my opinion, it's really, really worth your time just for the cool. sheer. I can't wait. I can't wait. Insight into into what it's like to be like that. And they talk to him now, and he's still like. He just, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's all an act, but I don't know why it would have to be an act for him now. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't have to make this thing. He just seems like, like a really, like, like, he seems like he came out on the other end now. I know he's Michael Jordan. I know he's mm-hmm. insane. We've all heard the stories yeah. where if you're delivering him room service, you have to walk in with your back to him. Yeah, but like, sure. But maybe that's not true, because who the fuck goes into your room with room service? If you're Michael sure, Jordan, would, would you, you know? say, like, I want the room service person to come in and walk backwards. Or you just say, can they just leave it on the outside of the door? Unless you're going to Weinstein him and just like, oh, my robe was open. No, that's not Weinstein. That's Dolph Lundgren. Oh, that's Dolph Hungren. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I heard. Indeed. Apparently he and Jean-Claude used to like order stuff and just have their their flaccid dinks Dinks? hanging out. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's just... when they get a yank. That's when you throw some hollandaise sauce, some hot hollandaise at <laughs> <laughs> spoonful. Like, just... why bother? Like, are you hungry or not? Like, you, you're, you're John Claude Van Damme. Just call a your... prostitute. Like, yeah, don't embarrass agent. the get a call girl. And don't embarrass the guy that is me who's bringing you your your burger. And you're like, I, wish ah, it it's was... a guy. I thought it was gonna be a lady. <laughs> Still, you put give it a away. Long. That made yeah, you exactly. come in with that robe open. Is that <laughs> exactly. Dolph? I I big time Dolph. Yeah, and I show up with the the dink hanging. Oh my! You God. want your your club sandwich now, Dolph? 
Old Dolph. Wait, and isn't Do- old Dolphy? Isn't the rumor they're like, yeah, not life is rumors, man. Isn't if you're a yeah, if you if you love pop culture, because isn't it like, oh, he has a degree from MIT. I was just gonna say, yeah, like he's right? Mensa that... apparently, like he's so... apparently one of the smartest people on the planet. So the pendulum but he can also swings. kick your face off. Right. No oh, it does intended. indeed. If yeah, you... No pun intended. He's either this brilliant guy who like got into acting, or he's this lech who leaves his robe open like, like he's uh, just like his like breakfast Rodney skillet. Yeah, exactly <laughs> for his veggie omelet. Oh my god! Were right, there onions uh, in this? I got to. I got a real. I got a real um, talking to from listener. Uh-huh. Um, uh, old Allison, um, about Uh-oh. getting the plot from Dave wrong yesterday. Apparently, oh, apparently I got the old plot from the Dave wrong. So for all you listening that wants to burn me on the old plot from Dave, um, go to hell. I already, I already got it. <laughs> uh, go listen to Dilly B's song about Dave. All right. Which is oh, now the cold yeah, got a... So... Um, let's see. I don't know if I, I don't know what else is going on. We ordered pizza for the first time. I don't either. Ordered food for the first time. Um, uh, got it delivered to the old house. Me too. Had it, uh, got some Indian food. Leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here kind of situation. <laughs> Contact the money delivery. on the dresser. Uh, they, it was a thing we didn't, we weren't, you know, we, we are being careful. It makes sense. It was just on the ordering thing. It was like, we do contact delivery, but it is a little bizarre when you see the delivery person through the window and you're like, thank you. And then they leave it. Right. You, know, you leave them an envelope or something or, uh, or you were able to leave money for them online. But, uh, mm-hmm. because then yesterday, uh, no, two days ago, I guess was Ruby's birthday. It's amazing. We talk about like touching Michael Jordan's head in the age of Corona. Mm-hmm. We had, and it's very sweet. And they brought a gift for Ruby but Meg was on the phone in the living room. I see them coming up to the house. I'm like, oh, all right, hi. And just, happy birthday, and walked right in the house. And I was just like, <gasps> and they didn't do that. Where's the sanitizer? I, because they're so sweet, and I love them, and they were so nice. But it, it was the reaction, like, I just gave Meg a look, and she gave me a look, and we both looked like, well, what do we do? Are, we've been breached. Yeah. It's like aliens, too. Sure, we've been does. breached. Oh, no, yeah. So luckily, all of like, you. Right. Uh, go ahead. You just walked into my house. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, you're like, wait, what? What? Whoa. But to to their. They have done that before pre corona. Like, yeah. we know them in a basis where yeah. she could walk in and say hi or her dogs run around or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, she is a nurse that worked in a hospital as well. So that puts yeah. you on two sides. We can go for a full yeah. circle right back to the front of. Whether this episode is a two-parter or the last one with, what do you, is it black or white? Do you say, well, she's a nurse and she's not concerned, so mm-hmm. I'm not concerned. Or, should I be extra concerned yeah. because she's a nurse in a facility where people mm-hmm. go because they're sick? So, I don't know. There's there's yeah. not one right way to, to look at this, folks, until yeah. somebody, something legitimate uh, comes down the line. But it was a, it was a funny feeling. And luckily, not luckily, but the fact was Ruby had gotten so many gifts and so much shit. We had like a tent literally right in the hallway when you mm-hmm. walk in the front door. So I was like, all her shit's everywhere. Let's go outside. Yeah. It'll be a little less claustrophobic. So hopefully it didn't hurt anybody's feelings. I don't think so. 
Not that I should you're give fine. a shit. It's Everybody just... gets it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like exactly. you said, if you're like, of course it was a nurse that was like, hi, right. here we are. I bench. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that was probably the most exciting thing other than, uh, so everybody go out there, play some O yeah. Snake, leave comments. O Snake, yeah. For sure. Constructive yes. criticism. Ask about Mario. Let's Luigi. get Mario in there. The mushroom tip yeah. guy. And uh, <laughs> the princess. You know? Uh, let's get some floaters in there. And t- that guy got... I got 4,000 was my high score. That guy... That yeah. bullshitter, Aruk. He maxed it out. 99999. Bullshit. Call George Sink. I'm calling bullshit. That was a local South Carolina joke. Uh, I think it was actually... Did you Did you read it? I think it was MJ. You think? It was... I think MJ cracked his game, Jerry. Oh, so he's not doing anything in quarantine. He's just being the G-O-A-T at anything, man. Yeah. I guarantee... He can't not. He can't help himself. All right, close (laughs) us out. All right, dude. In the time of COVID. In the time of COVID, it's like, uh, yeah, keep your distance and don't kiss your moms. Don't kiss your moms, baby. And and watch out for Dolph Lundgren. I think that's the biggest well, yeah. takeaway from today. Oh, Lundgren. <laughs> Don't bring him a quesadilla. Oh, he's got a he's got a shirt. Where am I going? Four oh seven? Oh, it's Lundgren. He's got a shirt that says Hungren on it. I know it. <laughs> you Hungren for Lundgren? It's Hungren? Alright. Taking it. Too yeah, far. I heard it the first time I brought you the tostadas yesterday let me, let me cough in your face <laughs> i do like want the mj shirt. he's just sorry go ahead he's trying to seduce you he wants to seduce uh and you know what i don't want any piece of this long run he's like i'm gonna win you over oh yeah he's a you're winner. gonna love me by the end of this meanwhile you know, mj's throwing nickels from behind him trying to <laughs> trying to avoid his nutsack to hit it the back stink. of the shaft <laughs> is that michael jordan back there with a, with a pocket full of quarters <laughs> Throwing dimes at me. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Twas a warm day in Wuhan, December of twenty. A day that started all the coroni. President Trump was a toot in tweets. Good day to be online and eating fast food treats. Not a knowing, but what's a coming? Like a monumental imp. He said, You remember that movie when they said, Bring out the gimp? Of course we do. It's called Pulp Fiction. Then they got back to the business with some science depiction. Fauci said, my man, this ain't look right. Only a matter of timing, we'll be quarantined tonight. You gotta wear masks, we know what we say. We're gonna kill you with bleach, injected today. We'll fake you and take you and lie right to your face. 
We've got my pillow, Lindell, here to take up some space. The day Caroni put everyone in check, millions were watching this little crowned speck. It infected so vastly, so vastly, what the heck? But at least we all got a Donald Trump check. Shelter there in place, never seeing the sun, staring at the walls until it's all done. Lycanthrope, lycanthrope, lycanthrope smile. Ring a ding ding, it's a virus, Max Vile.